This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network for Wednesday, March the 1st. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Jim, heading into this Wednesday, first day of March. What are we looking at? Well, we had a little bit of a mixed action in the overnight market. The corn and wheat market were a little bit under pressure. Uh, well, as we close up the overnight session, the bean market did find a little bit of a dead cap bounce. The market, let's be honest, has been just absolutely run over the last four or five days. We are technically oversold. So you're maybe coming here and find a little bit of the bottom coming in here on the technically oversold condition, as well as it is a new month. So you might kind of get that argument of new month, new money coming into the into play. Um, we are looking on the export side. We have no flash sales for corn yet, Dustin, but we are the cheapest corn out there right now on the international market. Shipping corn on the river market is the cheapest it's been in months. I mean, back when the river levels were low, it was costing two fifty a bushel to get corn down to the Gulf. Now it's around forty fifty cents. So it's much more conducive to get grain shipped out of the Gulf. The pricing structure is there. This is the time of year when we start shipping corn. We ship beans roughly from the fall to early to mid-February. We transition to corn. We ship corn from the spring into the summertime. So this is when we ship corn. We do need those export sales. We are behind, but you know we're starting to see some of the pieces come together to see some of that demand hopefully come to the U.S., which will hopefully give us at least a decent bounce. You know, and we talked about, you know, you mentioned the Mississippi River, but all in all, considering what we've been through the last couple of years for black swan events, things that are really shaking the market, either shooting it higher or pulling it down, these last couple weeks, days, they've been eerily quiet. I mean, there's been things moving it. It's moved a few cents here and there, but it's been eerily quiet compared to what we've been used to for the last couple of years. It has been. I mean, overall, it's been relatively quiet, and that might have been actually what kind of precipitated the slide we had the last four or five days. You know, when corn's lost 50 cents, part of that is because the market almost got lackadaisical, just in a sideways mode. Um, we were not, you know, and that old line is you kind of got to keep the bull market fed, and we just weren't feeding it, and the market corrected a little bit. I do think, as you pointed out, it's been relatively tame. I think as we get into this March-April time frame, you're going to get a little bit ex- more excitement on well, the wheat. We'll be seeing what wheat looks like coming out of, out of uh, dormancy. The acreage debate is going to be intense. You know, the Outlook program said, hey, 91 million acres. I think it could be a little bit more than 91 million acres when it's all said and done. That is going to be a debate of you know how many acres we get. It's interesting, the one-month outlook that just came out from uh, NOAA is saying – Essentially, I-70 North is going to be a cooler than normal month of March. And as for the moisture, there's a big bullseye right over the Ohio River Valley above normal precip. So, you know, a little bit cooler in the north, a little bit above normal precip in the east. It may be setting us up for a little bit delay, not an early spring per se. So we've got to keep an eye on that. We're also waiting to see what was Putin does with the, with the grain corridor. That, the latest deadline, excuse me, the, you know, the last deal drops off on March 18th, Putin is threatening to shut that down. So there's going to be a lot of things come at us really hard. So the volatility that we've seen here the last couple of days, I think that may be a little bit of a precursor of what we're going to see as we go into the growing season. Now, looking at livestock, obviously with corn sliding the way it is, cattle, hogs, uh, they were taking advantage, cattle more so, but what are we looking at on that livestock side of things, both cattle and hogs? 
Well, right now, I think you got to be a little bit frustrated with the cattle market right now. I mean, we had a big outside day on Friday, uh, you know, took out the previous day's highs and lows, made you settle in the middle of the rain, but you just kind of stalled this market out a little bit, maybe a little bit overbought. I think the overall trend in the cattle market is still up, assuming the consumer continues to pay, you know, willing to pay up for the beef. But, you know, we are technically a little bit overbought, and that may allow us for at least a temporary correction on the hog market. We had a, you know, you look at like the April hogs, they're kind of grinding back down again. We're still looking for a little bit better demand in this hog market right now. And hopefully we've put a bottom in from those February lows. But more than anything, we may be more of a sideways, sideways range between, like on these April hogs, that February low, which was right around that 81 level, 81.25, and the high made last week at 89, 87. We just may be kind of stuck in that sideways range as we're searching out for demand. Part of that demand may come from China. We did get a PMI reading from China. It was on the plus side. It was over 50, which means their economy is growing. So hopefully that is a good sign, per se, that we could see some more demand for China for hogs, beef, as well as other grains. But we do need to be cautious to begin too overtly bullish on the China demand aspect because, let's face it, politically, Dustin, we are really, really not in a very good position between um, the U.S. and China with the balloon shooting down among other conflict things out there. So we hate to put our eggs in the China buying basket, but uh, the opportunity is there for them to come in, hopefully. Well, obviously, it's going to be interesting the uh, next two months that we're going to be seeing is when planting will get going and, and what the conditions are going to be like, and we'll finally have a better picture when that rolls around. But obviously, if producers want to look at what their best options are to protect uh, their investments and get the prices they can while they can get them, or at least to put a floor in, how do they get in touch with agmarket.net to really uh, get that set up? You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461. Reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758. You can also um, find us on the web, obviously, at agmarket.net. And if you happen to be coming down to the Commodity Classic next week in Orlando, we will be down there. Look us up at the booth. We are giving away a shot to win, uh, the chance to win a shotgun. So please stop by our booth next week. All right, Jim, thanks so much for the insight, and we'll talk to you next week, and I will see you next week at Commodity Classic in Orlando. It sounds like it's being nice and warm down there, so kind of looking forward to getting out of this cold Chicago weather. That again was Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. Let's go ahead and take a look at those opening numbers for you. March corn is down three and a quarter at 627 even. December new crop down one and three quarters at 568. May soybeans up 11 at 1490. November new crop up five and three quarters at 1353. Soy meal up $3.40 at 470.50. Soy oil up 41 cents at 6045. Chicago wheat up one and a quarter at 706 and three quarters. Minneapolis up one and a quarter at 868. Kansas wheat up two at 814 and three quarters. May oats up a penny at 336. April live cattle up a dime at 165.57. March feeders up 40 cents at 190.20. April lean hogs 87 cents lower at 84.30. Pork cutouts unchanged at 91.70. Class 3 milk is 4 cents higher at 18.07. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of agmarket.net for joining us today on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs> <laughs>